Hey everyone, happy August. I'm hoping and praying that this is a good month. I have a long run episode this week. It's a conversation with Azure D. Oxendine. I really wanted to get Azure D on the show and talk to her for several reasons. First, I've been following her on Instagram and she is a creative person and I love the creative types. I'm not creative, so I admire those who are. Azure D is really fit and she loves to strength train, but here's the thing, she doesn't go to a gym. She is always on the lookout for unique places and ways to train without purchasing equipment. She posts informative workout videos often on Instagram, and I'm always amazed at the ways she comes up with to get a good workout in. So you've got to follow her on Instagram, and I've got a link to that in my show notes, to see that you can truly work out anywhere. I think sometimes we make things more difficult than they need to be when we are on a fitness journey. We think we need to go buy a bunch of stuff or go out of our way to carve out gym time. But Azure D shows others that you just need a few minutes of time and you really don't need a lot of equipment or tools to to get the job done. Azure D is also a member of the Lumbee tribe, which is a large Native American tribe located in North Carolina. So we also spend a few minutes talking about, about the Lumbee tribe. And finally, this is what sealed the deal for me in really wanting Azure D on the show. A few months ago, she posted a picture on Instagram of herself when she was in high school. Um, And she explained that she had been on her school's wrestling team. Her post about it said she heard someone on the school intercom announce wrestling tryouts and she stood up to go try out and her teacher said, where are you going? Azure D said, well, I'm going to go try out for wrestling. And her teacher said, you can't do that. You're a girl. And she made up her mind right then and there that she was going to wrestle. And she did. And I knew I had to get her on my show to talk to me about that. I loved it. So before I start our conversation, I want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by UCAN. Go to UCAN, that's U-C-A-N dot C-O, and use code in a skirt for 15% off your order. UCAN has lots of products, super starch, energy bars, hydrate, and I recommend every one of them. I personally use UCAN and I love it. I feel like it helped me tremendously on my last half marathon and my last full marathon. There's no sugar involved, no crashes, no stomach cramps. And if you've never tried UCAN before, buy a bundle and then you'll get a little bit of everything and you can try it all out and see what you want to buy bigger supplies of. Okay, so here is my conversation with Lumbee Fit Skirt Girl. I know you're from North Carolina. What part of North are you from? So originally, I'm from Pembroke, North Carolina, but I live in Lumberton, North Carolina. Okay, what part of the state is that in? The eastern part. Okay, I'm going to North Carolina. I'm hoping. Oh, I. Oh uh, yeah. So I'll be in the um Mary. Yeah. Um, what what cities are in that county? Um, I don't know. We're go- I don't know. We're going to this little place called Little. Okay. I was just looking I've for Yeah, I was looking for something that um was a little higher. It's like supposed to be up in those are the mountains or something like that. Okay. So I think it's close to Asheville. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think so. So I've I've driven through North Carolina but I've never stayed before. Okay, so yeah, that's actually near the Blue Ridge Parkway. So that's the name of the town or city is Marion. Okay. Okay, then okay. then it must be the Blue Ridge Mountains that we're going up in, into. It's really hot in Texas right now, so I was looking for somewhere to go, like, up in the mountains. Okay. That was a little cooler. Oh, uh, so, yeah, it's really nice there, too. You'll love it. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm just hoping we actually go, because I keep, I keep... Okay. 
So tell me a little bit more about yourself and your family. <laughs> okay, so um, my name is my okay. My maiden name is Locklear, so Azure D. Locklear, and um, I am Lumbee from the Lumbee tribe of North Carolina, and my married name is Oxendine. Um, I have okay, so I have five brothers and one sister, and we're all still alive. Um, I am married, and I'm 41 years old. And you have a couple and I have kids. kids. Okay, yeah, I was about to yes, say you I have, have two kids. kids. So. <laughs> I enjoy all of your fitness posts on Instagram, and you, so uh, thank you. So you're uh, you sew a lot too. I do. I started well. Okay, so I really don't like layering clothes, and like every time I went out to town to find something, I would spend hours and hours in town, and I wouldn't buy anything. And then when I found like modest websites, I just I don't know. I feel like their clothes were too expensive. So I started Googling or YouTubing and I found this girl where um, she showed you how to make your own stuff from like a shirt that you had or a skirt that you had. So I started making my own stuff. Well, that's awesome. So then you can just play around with colors and fabrics and whatever works best right. for you. Yeah, that's yeah. great. So let's go. Let's go with the fitness. When did your passion for working out and strength training, when did that start? Okay, so... Let's go back to high school. I was like, I was into sports. So I ran track, and I was on the wrestling team in high school. The boys' wrestling team. There was um, one, two. There was four girls on that team. But I think through the years, I okay, I graduated in 1996. So I, I was still doing a little bit of stuff. But in 2010 is when I um, started my workout page on Facebook, and that's when I started recording my videos and um, just trying to inspire people to stay fit. So you're mainly into strength training, right? Well, a little bit of everything because like my upper body is weak. So I was like, when I first started, I was just focusing on my lower body because I, I know it, it sounds crazy, but I didn't, I just, I didn't want to feel the pain from my upper body. Mm-hmm. But now, but now like I focus on my upper and lower body because you know, your body has to be balanced. So, when you, when you talk about that, focusing on your on, on both now, you know, you've posted pictures on Instagram of you in your 20s and now you're 41. And there is a significant um, difference in your muscle structure between that. So how did that, that process develop? Well, I guess my brothers helped me a lot because my brothers actually, they body, well, they did bodybuild. So I started taking notes from them and they helped me along the way. So now, I mean, I'm not trying to get too big, but I do, um, I look at, just, like, I'll Google stuff, not, because I don't want to be, like, extremely big, I just want to be toned, mm-hmm. not so much ripped, but um, stay out of, maintain my weight and my muscle size. So where did you learn, so did you start off with them, where did you learn your training process and how to do it safely and correctly? So I actually Google that stuff before, yeah, so before I actually post my videos, I do. I Google it to make sure I'm doing every form right. So I actually research stuff before I actually do the exercise to make sure I'm doing it right. So did you always do because, that? Like just from the very beginning, you to the internet to get. Well, not to not not at the very beginning. I was just doing stuff, and then okay. I don't know if you know this lady, Crystal. Her name is Susanna. She's from um, the Czech Republic, I think. So I actually started uh, following her on um, YouTube 
it's another thing she didn't start out easy or anything basic, but, mm-hmm. you know, she didn't push you to do what she was doing, do as you went. But, hold on, let me see if I can find her. I think on Instagram, she's uh, Suka Light. I think that's what it is on Instagram. Okay. Yeah, if you can send me the link. Yeah, okay, I will. So, yeah, that's what it is, ZukaLight.com. So, I started following her, and she is from um, the chick, yeah, and she's a fitness coach. Yeah, because I see people, like, you know, you'll go to the gym, and you see people doing things, and I see I see women that, like, have amazing shoulder and arm, like, shoulder area and arms and upper back, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I would work that way, but, I like, I would probably <laughs> hurt myself. <laughs> So how would you help someone? What would you say for someone, you know, like me who has a very weak upper body? I run a lot and my lower, my lower body okay. is, is pretty strong. I run and cycle, um, but my upper body. Okay. So with the weakness, I think you should push yourself just a little bit. And I would actually Google, I would actually Google how to become stronger in your upper body. Cause there's there's a lot of fitness pages that I follow, which they're strong in their upper body. Um, this girl, her name is Dana Lindsby. Do you do you know who that is? Uh-uh. I'm sorry, her Bailey. Her name's Dana Bailey. But I follow her, and like her, her, I'm not. I don't want my shoulders to be extremely big, but she has good shoulder workout. Yeah, cause there's so, like. Sorry, go on. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say there's a lot of fitness pages that I do follow to get some of their exercises to become stronger. So, like, the push-up for me, I, I don't like push-ups. So, what I started doing, because I'm so, my upper body is weak, I started doing 10 push-ups every night and every morning. So, I've built up my strength for a push-up. So, it's just little stuff that you can do. You know, start little by, just start little by little. Just start doing something. You don't have to do the full of it. Mm -hmm. So just start with something small. And I guess there's a lot of benefit in doing something that that you know you can't do. Like you said, push-ups, right? Right. Right. Getting strength that way. Mm -hmm. So, and then something else I'm working on, like, I can't do a pull-up. I might, like, I know my biceps are, like, getting bigger or my triceps are getting bigger, but, like, I can't do do a pull-up, so I'm working on that. So with my push-ups, I'm gearing towards trying to do at least one or two pull-ups. So when you, you do a lot of stuff at home too. Like I've seen a lot of your stuff just like in your yard. So tell me how, how someone can, where they are and what they have to do strength training if they can't make it to a gym. Right. Okay. So all around us, there's stuff that you can use to work out with. Chairs, steps, um, the grass of your building, like anything Anything has the potential to be workout equipment. You just have to visualize it. So make sure you visualize it to where you're not going to hurt yourself. So, like, I have, I do carry stuff around in my trunk because I, like, I don't have time to go to the gym at all. So I try to work out in the morning time, on my lunch, or right when I get off work. So anywhere that I see has the potential to be a workout area, I use it. I don't know if you've seen that video. I found a parking lot that had, um, the building had, a, I don't know what it was, but the building had like a, I would say a little a little bench like across the wall. So I used that to do step ups, tricep dips, push ups. So any, any place that you find that has a workout potential, you can use it. 
Oh, I love that. So you're like just driving around <laughs> and you may see a place I and do. think, that works. Let me stop there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's great though. I mean, because first off, you know, gyms are, you have to make a special, like, I mean, I like gyms. I'm not, I'm not bashing that gym. Um, I have friends gyms, but you, uh, you know, you've got to make, you've got to set out a time out of your, so travel them, or right now, a lot of them, or, um, right. you know, it just, that's, that's an extra expense paying. It There's so much around us that can be right. like the steps in front of your house. I've seen some of that. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So what, what, it, what about like, um, you do the same thing every day or do you change it up on a daily? So I do change it all. So right now I'm working with um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. So um, like yesterday I did, well, I don't know if you've seen my video from yesterday. I worked out at the track. Mm -hmm. So it was, you know, mainly lower body. So tomorrow my workout will be focusing on my upper body. So, yeah, I don't, I don't do the same. I don't hit the same muscle every time I work out. I try to switch it up. Okay. And do you try to switch up the workouts too? Like, like if you do upper body one day, the next time you cycle around to the upper body, is it the same workouts or different? It'll, it'll be a different workout. Okay. So like if someone's just starting out and they found some basic stuff that they can from some of the you follow, like what would you recommend for a beginner? Like, like a, like a weekly schedule, what type of weekly schedule? So I had a friend that got in touch with me a couple of weeks ago and I told her, that, um, you know, starting out, she probably needs to go um, for two to three workouts a week. So she should give herself about 48 hours to recover and possibly do a full body, like find a find a workout that's actually hitting your full body, just, you know, just to start off with. And then, you know, you could break it up to just the upper or maybe just like your tries, your buys and your back. Or then, you know, then that next day work your your lower body but I think to begin with I would say try to start out with a full body workout and do it two to three days yeah two to three days a week giving yourself that 48 hour time to recover and then after that when you're comfortable with that then start for thick area of the body yeah yeah I would okay okay so Crystal I google a lot of stuff um I'm not a I'm not a personal trainer or anything I just like I like to work out and I get a lot of information offline yeah, there's, a, I mean, that's the great thing about living um, right now, right? Is that, is that we have so much information at our, um, right. online, you know, just learning to, to wade through that and kind of figure out a schedule right? because I am accident and re prone, <laughs> you know, if there is a way, to, if there is a way to hurt myself, I will find it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, and you do all of this in, um, in a skirt as well. So you're a skirt girl. So I do. Tell me about why, why you. So, okay, I I got in church. Okay. I was raised up in a Baptist church. And, like, basically, you know, going to church, my dad wouldn't let us wear pants to church because he said we weren't supposed to be wearing pants inside the sanctuary. But then, you know, as I got older and I met, like, I met my husband. He was raised in Pentecost. I started going there. And just started reading the word where it said, you know, a man shouldn't wear anything that pertains to a woman and a woman shouldn't pertain, I mean, wear anything that pertains to a man. So I just took that and um, that's why I wear skirts. And it's not because like anybody like made me do it. Mm -hmm. It just came, it was, I was convicted of my pants. So I stopped wearing pants 
And um, like when I first started working out, I didn't have, I didn't wear leggings up under my old skirt. So I was just, I, well, I was just you know, starting out, so I didn't really know what I was doing. But as the years went on, I realized there was exercises that I was doing, like I needed some leggings. So I buy like penny pantyhose type leggings, mm-hmm. and that's what I work out in. So I have my leggings up under my skirts, and basically I can do any any exercise because the material that my skirts are is stretchable, so it doesn't confine me or hinder me from doing anything. And so I know, um, yeah, and I, I've I didn't realize like when you say pantyhose, it's kind of like compression type stuff. Well, it, no, it's not. Okay. <laughs> it's so, like a little a little pantyhose, <laughs> pantyhose material. I didn't even know they. <laughs> oh yeah, they do. <laughs> there was back in the day when my mom made me to church, and I'm so glad <laughs> I don't have to wear them to church anymore. <laughs> well, I remember like when I was younger, I would not go to church without a pair of pantyhose on. Oh yeah, and, like I do not like pantyhoses. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I remember. Yeah, I I was the same one until I was about I was about tw- when I was about twenty. You know, why am I these things? <laughs> I can stop wearing these, which I used to wear them to work. So about tw- I worked in an office. I'm glad <laughs> we don't have to do that anymore. Okay. <laughs> so you mentioned earlier that you that you are um, a member of the Lumbee Tribe, and uh, I don't think I had ever I don't think I had ever heard of the Lumbee Tribe before I started following you on Instagram. And what's funny is, you know, I started following you, and I saw that was part of your your name and that it was a tribe. And recently I was with somebody, I was watching on Facebook and, um, uh, a man by the last name Chavis. And he okay. said that he pastors a church in North Carolina and that he is a member of the Libby tribe. And I was like, Oh, okay. So here's yeah. that, that must be a, a North Carolina tribe. So can you tell me a little bit about, about the Lumbee tribe? Okay. So the Lumbee tribe. Okay. So we're not, um, we're not federally recognized. We are state recognized. Um, in 1885, the tribe was recognized as Indian by the state of North Carolina. So they were still seeking uh, federal recognition. But in 1956 is when they passed the Lumbee Act, which recognized us as the Lumbee tribe of North Carolina. And the, the Lumbee name came from the Lumber River that flows through Robertson County. Okay. Um, so I can just like insert this in when um there was a guy named Hamilton McMillan that came through like in the 1800s. There was um he seen the Indian people, but like he didn't know who they were. Mm-hmm. So he was calling them Cherokees and um Shiraz and all these other names. When he just said we were we were um de- yeah I'm sorry we were descendants from the Croatan tribe in Virginia. So that's um. In 1956, that's when the Lumbee or the tribal members got together and said they would call themselves the Lumbee people. So we're, that's where the Lumbee name came from, the Lumbee tribe of North Carolina. Okay, and so, so I mean, that that people, they've been there for a long time then. I mean, and I know a lot of tribes right. moved across the U.S., but um, if you did from uh, Native American Virginia, just one state over, then you all have stayed there for many, many, many years. Right. So that's that's yeah. Yeah, so how about how big is the tribe? So right now, uh, we're the biggest tribe east of the Mississippi River, and it's about like 55,000 members. So is and that... And they're, they're everywhere. They're everywhere in so North Carolina? not just in North Carolina. Okay, that's all. Well, not just in North... Yeah, not just in North Carolina. There, um, there's a lot of them, like, in Maryland. Um, 
I think that's where a lot of them went to. So Charlotte, North Carolina, and then Baltimore, Maryland. That's where a lot of them are at. So where does your Lumbee heritage come from? Is it from one of your parents or both? Oh, yeah. Both of my other parents are Lumbee. Oh, both of them? Yeah. So how involved with the tribe are you? Do you guys have events? Any like type of recognition there? So every year we have, um, it's called the Lumbee Homecoming. And it's, it's usually about a week long where every, like the Lumbees from everywhere, wherever they are located at, they come in and gather together. Uh, we have powwows. So we have a spring powwow and a fall powwow. But I'm not, like, I'm not too involved in the, um, like in the powwows and stuff, whatever is going on. Uh, okay. So when I was younger, we moved, like we moved away from here. Mm-hmm. So, to be honest, I really didn't even know I was Indian until we moved back down to Robinson County. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Were your parents then like, oh, by the way, <laughs> we're Native American? <laughs> well, it, I guess it was just, it was never something that was brought up, mm-hmm. you know, because we just started going to the homecoming parade. And I'm like, okay, we're Indians. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what's what's so funny is, there's so little that I feel like we know as a country about Native American, which is which is odd, right? Because yeah. they were the original people here. You would think that we would yeah. we would study more and we would know more. And so right. it's it's interesting to me when when I find some member of a tribe and knows more about their ancestors than most. <laughs> so um, this is something else I can add. We do have a, a Lumbee tribal card. And there's like, I wouldn't say an exam, but when you go in to get recertified, they have to make sure you're staying connected to the community mm-hmm. and like you actually know who your people are and stuff that is going on in the community. So do you have people, so speaking of that, so like they want to make sure you're actually connected. Do you ever have people who like say, oh, I got my DNA tested on Ancestry.com. Can I be part of your tribe now? Um, no. <laughs> I don't, I don't think they, they run it like that. I think they have done some testing for people that did come in and say I am Indian or mm-hmm. like my grandma was going to be. So I think they do, they do testing like that to see if they actually are, I mean, actually have that. But Crystal, let me, um, I don't know if people know this, um, cause I was doing some research. I haven't actually done that test on ancestry.com. Because they don't have a lot of Native American files. I think they have about like seven or eight. So when all these people around here are getting that test done through that website, it's coming back like 80% um, African American, 20% um, English and stuff like that. So I don't like, I don't think that's a good website to use if you're trying to like do your DNA. Right. You're right. And I've read up that they need so many more people to test before they can have more accurate, right. um, more, more accurate results. Like it's their results are based on the data they're gathering while testing. So until more people right. are testing, then they really don't know. You know, they, there's a lot that's unknown until they just have right. more, more data. So that is interesting. It's just, you know, it's so many people are doing that. And I just, you know, wonder if more people are going to try to figure out details about their heritage or find out that they're not uh, what they think they are. (laughs) So, (laughs) Well, because I also read this article where um, for a long time it was very popular to say, hey, I'm part Native American. Like I had a grandparent of American and it and it 
and they really weren't Native American, but they were saying that because their grandparents had told them that they were because they didn't want to take responsibility for what had happened. And so an easy way, like an easy way to say... I wasn't responsible for the mistreatment to tell your family, oh, we're partnered and have been who who mistreated them. And now people are going to DNA testing like grandma lied, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because there's just there. um, There's this guy that I work with. He said that um, he said that he was Native American and he was like his um, his mama used to tell him all the time that his grandma was like uh, Indian. Mm So I'm like, dude, I'm like, you're not Indian. <laughs> I was just messing around. I was messing around with him. So he calls his mama and she tells him, you know, she was just playing. She wasn't being serious. So I didn't hear if he really thought he was Indian. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. People, you know, they are. That. Um. So another thing that you had mentioned and that I had actually had on my notes to talk to you about, you know, I love to explain stepped out and did uncanal things. And you've already brought it up. Um. The fact that, you were on the boys wrestling in high school. Like I absolutely love that. So what made you what made you want to do that? Okay. So I think I think maybe eleventh grade I was thinking about it because my brother, one of my older brothers, wrestled in high school. So twelfth grade, I kept thinking about it and thinking about it and I'm like, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go out for the wrestling team. So I was sitting in class, I think it was homeroom and they called anybody trying out for wrestling, they need to come you know, to the auditorium. So I got up from my seat and my teacher was like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> I'm thinking to go to try out for wrestling. She was like, no, you're not. You're a girl. I'm like, oh, yes, I am. And it doesn't matter if I'm a girl, I'm going. So that's why I went. And then there was like three more of us that actually went too. So it, it was a great experience. So I did that my senior year and I actually was the first female in North Carolina to make it to the state finals. So that was, I thought it was pretty cool. It was awesome for me. That is, that's amazing. What did it feel like to be, I mean, did you know at the time, did they tell you, hey, you're the first girl who's ever made it to the state finals? Oh yeah, there, my brother actually showed me a couple months ago, there was an article written in the Green, uh, do you know where Greensboro is? Greensboro, North Carolina? No, I don't. Okay, so it's about, uh, Greensboro was probably about maybe two hours from here. They had actually um, did an article on that, and I like I have it. I'm like I was I was so excited. I didn't even know an article had been written, but I did get a I got an award for um, being the first female to make it to the state finals, like for the senior night awards. Oh wow, that's that's awesome. So you just the article was written back when you were in high school, and you just found out about it recently. I did. <laughs> How did he find it? He um say so originally. Well, not originally, because he is from here. But he, when he was younger, he moved to Greensboro. And um, I guess he still had the Greensboro website on his computer. And he, I think he said he typed in my name and that article pulled up. Oh, that's awesome. I'm like, okay. You need to frame that. That's so cool. <laughs> so did you get any negativity from the coaches or the boys on the wrestling? We actually did. And um, they... The coaches worked with us, and we wrestled in our um, our weight class. So it was me and this other guy. I caught well, his name we called him Snoopy. So it was me and him. So we were we were like actually fighting for the spot to wrestle. I mean, both of us did get to wrestle, but and again, they didn't give us any like negative. There was like no negative comments or anything like that, or like you can't do this, you're a girl. So basically, we had to do what the guys had to do. 
but did you, you wrestled boys though, right? We did. Okay, so like, was it was it like especially satisfying boy <laughs> when you would wrestle? Well, I never actually beat one. Okay. Um, <laughs> I came close, but yeah, that didn't happen. There oh. was one. Okay, one match I went to. This guy had he yeah he had to go to the hospital. I don't I don't know what happened while you were wrestling. I think though? I yeah I I think I accidentally like hit him where I you know shouldn't have. So he had to go to the hospital. Well, that <laughs> so you sent a boy to the hospital. I did. You not know. purposely. Yes, but you know his <laughs> friends did not let him that down. Probably. And this one guy, he uh, forfeited because he said he wasn't going to wrestle me. Oh, really? Like, what? Yes. <laughs> wow. But it was, it was a great experience. Yeah, it was a great experience for me to do something like that. It was different. What did your family think about it? Well, my mom was okay with it, and my brothers were okay with it. <laughs> my sister was, too. So I didn't get any, well, my dad, he died, um, my, um, he died a summer I was going to high school. Oh, okay. Heard that. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you said you had five brothers. Right. So this was And one sister. Yeah. But, so I'm thinking like two girls and five boys, this is not completely out of nowhere that, you know, that you want to wrestle or that you would be kind of like (laughs) rough and tumble. I mean, with five brothers. Yeah, I was. Okay, so I wasn't like a tomboy, but I was somewhat tomboyish, but I wasn't on the prissy side either. So I was right. like in between. So we play wars, we play baseball, we play football, dodgeball. Just yeah, okay. So our yard was pretty big, mm-hmm. so we would use the wood to play wars. So dirt clogs and those were our bombs, rocks. So we just like we just played on the outside a lot together. Yeah, which is great. You know the way. The way it should be, kids of all genders outside playing and getting <laughs> dirty and, and being rough. I think that's great. And I know that boys do not go. Right. So where did you get, where did you get the courage to do that? Were you ever about to well, fly with it? Actually, Crystal, like, <laughs> okay, so my attitude was horrible. <laughs> I had uh, I don't care attitude. You weren't going to tell me what to do. So it, back then, that was just my bonus that I, 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 I guess I gave myself because, okay, so back in school, I was, like, really small, mm-hmm. like, under 80 pounds. And I guess I got tired of people trying to trample over me because I was so little. And that's where that came from. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to start taking up for myself and be this bold person, this big personality in this little body. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where that came from. You know, I love that, though. An 80-pound girl saying, you know what? I'm going to wrestle. <laughs> I'm going to solve this problem. <laughs> That's awesome. So what what advice do you have for young women who want to do something unconventional young woman like that? So I think you have to go ahead and get a mindset to do it and have the courage to do it and not let anybody stop you. And we can just go back to having the Lord on your side because, mm-hmm. you know, with him, we can do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but any negative comments, have that boldness and that confidence in yourself and it shouldn't matter what anybody else thinks. You just, you just do it. Just go ahead and do it. Yeah. I love that. Um, that's awesome. So I kind of want to wrap up, but I'm, you know, I see you on Instagram and you positing out, you're cute who you are. So give me some advice <laughs> or motivation for a day when someone just doesn't feel like, like when what they need doesn't feel like working out or just they've lost the motivation. So what's some advice? So, 
all I can say is that when you feel like that, because there's days that I have, I have days like that. There's been some days where I did a workout video. I had to make myself do it. It wasn't about um, trying to get myself motivated. I just said I had to do it. I just had to do it because I couldn't. Okay, so when you stop being consistent in your routine, it'll throw stuff off. So you gotta, you just gotta do it. Mm-hmm. No ifs, ands, or buts. You just gotta do it. Stay consistent mm-hmm. and just do it. Don't look. And this is another thing. Don't think about it because the more you think about it, the more you're going to talk yourself out of doing it. So don't right. think about it. Just do it. Yes, I've yes, I totally with that. Like when I'm going running, I cannot. I've I've got to exactly what you're saying. I've got to get out of bed and if I allow myself think about it, I can talk myself out of it. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. Your brain. Oh, that's so sounded. Wit. <laughs> Just get out there and do it. Great. That's awesome. Well, thank so, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Do you have a little bit more time? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Hold on. There's. Okay. So I I am actually doing a workout page for the church um that they have on Facebook and I was going to share something that I wrote to them. Okay, this is basically just about working out. Okay, so when working out, how many times have you said, I can't do this, I can't go on, or it's too much? So I'm pretty sure it's been plenty of times. We all have. It would be awesome if you could train your mind to say, God is my strength. I will keep moving. Many times on my last rib or my last mile, I have said, the Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength. And I kept pressing on. So looking at Isaiah 41 and 10, it says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help. I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. So this scripture itself tells us the Lord will be our strength. He is with us. He will help us, and He will uphold us. So remember this each time you work out, and you will find out how much easier it is to press through your workout. Oh, I love that. That's great. So you have a, it's it's a Facebook page. What what was it? What did you put that on? Well, it's just um the church's workout page. So it's Women's Fitness Connect Group on Facebook. It's I think it's a private page. I don't think they have it open. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so, so you have to be invited to it. So your church has its own workout group? Well, okay. So we do have a workout group, but because of the coronavirus, they had, you know, they had to stop gathering. Right. And they figured because I already post workout videos, why not, you know, ask me to do it. So that's all that is. Oh, that's great. So we actually, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, I love that your has that, like that, do that, that it's enough of a priority to encourage. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, because I think, I think, you know, I think working out or staying healthy and staying is also so. <laughs> and It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, God's okay with us doing that and wants us, wants us to be healthy, mind, body, and Right. That's great. So anything else you want to share? No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you have a, was glad we could finally. Yeah, I'm glad you um, invited me to do this with me. Yes. So thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. So send me any of the links that we talked about. And when I get the episode together, I'll I'll include all of them. Okay, I will. Okay, thank you so much. Have a good day. All right, you're welcome. You take Kristen. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast and leave us a good rating and review. I'd also love for you to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Podcast. You can email me at inniskirtpodcast at gmail.com and visit my website, inniskirt.com. I would love to hear from you about any guests you think would be a good fit for the show. 
Once again, thank you and see you next time.